Welcome to Season 3, Episode 8 of the Marketing Matters Podcast. This is the final episode in our Bridging the Gap series. And as, as David did point out to me as I was writing the, the details, this subject on one level doesn't have a lot to do with bridging a technology gap. But on another level it does. But we'll, we'll get on to that in a minute. But first of all, I need to welcome my fellow podcast presenter, David. So, hello. Hi, and I think it does have a lot to do with technology, but as you say, we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that, yeah. And today, the, the weather report at the Gasworks today is, is well, it's sort of a bit overcast today, but I've, I've got high hopes for the rest of the week because I'm having my first post-lockdown trip to uh, our narrowboat tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to some gloriously sunny and hopefully relatively warm for the time of year weather. Yeah, my car temperature yesterday said 20 degrees. Yeah, no, a... I'm, I think mine did as well. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm certainly I'm taking my sunglasses and my uh, sunscreen. So that's probably a bad thing because it means it'll rain for three days. But anyway, moving on from the weather and on to our subject today, which is planning. Now, I know planning, I don't think we've had a podcast recently that hasn't mentioned planning in it because it is, is something that is quite close to our hearts to the extent that we start a new new season of podcasts over the next few weeks and we're going to dedicate it to planning. I think we've got four or five podcasts which are just about the, a more detailed look at the planning process. So that's how much how important it is. But today we're just going to talk a little bit about planning in general and why it's important. So David, why do you think that we, we sort of put so much emphasis on this, the P word? Well, I think there's a there's an old uh, old saying, and sometimes the old ones are the ones that sustain. There's something in them, and that is, to fail to plan is to plan to fail. Mm. And and I think yes, it is a bit hackneyed, and it, maybe it is a little bit cliched. But at the end of the day, if you don't know where you're going, you don't know what you're trying to achieve, then. Anything you do achieve is just a case of tripping over it. Yeah, and, I, and I, th- I mean, we talked about analytics last time, and, and one of the big things about analytics is you need to know what it is you're trying to analyse, and the key to knowing what you want to, what you're trying to measure is, I guess, planning. Yeah, and, and I had a, I heard a story. I don't know how apocryphal it is, but I think it ma- it makes a point. They usually are, and and that is, it was a, I think it was a class of some year at Harvard Business School, and they they did a review. And they, as, as they all graduated, they looked at which of them had a plan as to what they were going to do with their lives and how many of them didn't. And it was like 5% of them had a plan, about set out what they wanted to do, and the other 95% didn't have a plan. Then they went back 10, 15 years later to see how they were all getting on. And the, the apocryphal story goes that the 5% who had a plan, their net worth was greater than the, ni- the combined net worth of the 95% who didn't have a plan. And I think, as I say, whether the story is true or not doesn't really matter. It, it does make a point, and that is that if you can have some focus and you can think, this is what I'm trying to do, and that gives you a route to thinking, how are you going to do it, and gives you a much better chance of achieving it. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, it always amuses me when you look up quotes, uh, famous quotes by particular people, nine times out of ten, the first thing it says, they didn't actually say that. And I think that, as you say, that's not actually the important thing. It's the the fact is that if something's worth saying, it will have been quoted by lots of people, and I think it's the same true of apocryphal stories. If they make a point, then where they came from doesn't really matter. 
Yeah. And I, I, I do think there is an element of, of luck. There's an element of fate in, in life. You know, sometimes things happen. Sometimes you're in the right place at the right time. Sometimes you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. And yeah. um, that's always there. It's always a factor. But there is no question that if you have some sense of direction and some idea of what you're trying to achieve and, and perhaps why you're trying to achieve it, then I think that gives you an opportunity to have a more satisfactory life, if yeah. I'm not to put so, too big a thing on it. So if planning is so important and so valuable, as that story demonstrates, why do you think that so few people do it in business? I don't think it's a case of people not doing it. I think it's a case of people do it, but see it as a thing, I'm going to sit down and write a plan today. And then they do that, and I've done it myself many times. And you get to the stage that you do it, but then the next day the phone rings or you're off doing something else and you forget about your plan. And they see the plan as something I'm going to do and hopefully something they're going to write down. But then the next day they forget about the plan and they just start reacting to what needs to be done. And I think that the main reason that... that so it's not about people not planning, but perhaps going through the planning process, then getting disillusioned because they don't see it working, because it's almost too hard to spend time focusing on the plan. Yeah, and, and I think it's sort of, it's a bit of a, a catch-22 really, isn't it? Because people, they look at it one way and say, I don't have time to do, you know, I'm so busy, I'm, I'm working seven days a week, and I, I haven't got time to sit down and plan. When they finally do take that time out, which you need to do to do planning properly, you need to take time out to do it. They create the plan and then maybe six or 12 months later, they look at it and think, well, actually, did that achieve anything? Because of, for the very reason you've said that it gets, you plan it, you put it on a shelf and then you go back to doing what you, you were doing before. So that creates a, an environment where you think, well, why do I bother spending the time planning? But I think that this is one of the reasons I, I said at the start that I think there is a technology angle to this, that one of the issues with sustaining a plan is having the information available to be able to check how, how you're getting on with the plan and and if you've got to before you can start monitoring your progress you've got to stop and spend too much time measuring mm. and getting data together or what have you then it's it's easy not to do it because you're too busy doing something and that's where I think technology can be really helpful in making well, making information more readily available. And secondly, assuming that you're, if, you, if you're not working just by yourself, but working with one or more other people, making information available to everybody all at once and making it easy to talk to one another about the information that you've got in front of you. Yeah. So as you say, you've, you've got a. It's important to take the time. I think you do have to take the time out because planning does take thought and, and concentration. So I think you do need to take time out to, to do it. I mean, there's always this thing about most people spend their time working in the business. You need to step back and take some time to work on the business. But I think the key thing, and what David was just alluding to there, is that out of that has got to come some proper stuff that you can measure and that you can monitor and and that you can work into the business so once you've done the work on the business something that comes out of that has got to be something that goes into the business to work as a, a sort of a, a day in your day-to-day -day ongoing processes is that yeah, a yeah but, but i think that this sort of brings it back to to where you came into this that if you're going to measure stuff and you're going to monitor mm. stuff you've got to know what it is you're going to measure and why you're measuring it what's, what's the point of what's it telling you and I think that really does bring you right back to the basic question of if you're running your own business 
Why? Yeah, but that, yeah, I think, and I think we've got to be careful now not to. We're teasing a little bit here because I think that's one of the when we we get into we talked about this is a little bit about why planning is so important and and maybe why people don't do it as regularly as they should. As I mentioned at the beginning, what we're planning to do over the next, we're planning to do, we actually do put some planning into this. This uh, It may not seem like it, but we do actually plan uh, what we're going to talk about. And over the next four or five weeks, we want to look at the, the planning process in more detail and the steps you can, the steps you can take to make it sustainable. And we have a, there are, there are many, many planning models out there. There's, in fact, the, the most, probably the most famous and long-term is, is one called SOSTAC, which I was desperately trying to think what the SOSTAC stands for last week. I can remember. I, so. I can tell you. Oh, go on then. Situation, objectives, strategy, yeah. tactics, yeah. actions, yeah. and controls. There you go. But, but so David did remember. I'm glad you could remember because that was miles off my radar. But we've actually taken the same sort of principle, the same idea as Sostak, but we've simplified it even further. And from our point of view, that that planning has four, or actually there are five stages to planning. So and we we've coined this acronym PIMS. So David, what does PIMS stand for? Well, That's I, one I, I, know I you think will the, know, the so. first thing I would I would say is just coming back to Sostak, and although it is probably one of the better established mm. business planning models that over my practical business life of too many years one thing that I see happening time and time again is that people get focused on the sauce Mm. the situation the objectives and the strategy which is the the big picture thinking stuff and kind of never get around to the tack which is the tactics actions and controls which is actually doing something about it and perhaps this is one of the reasons we were saying earlier why why people get disillusioned but I think what we've done with PIMS is to try and recognize that the risk of just getting focused on the the big picture and never actually getting around to doing anything and PIMS is P-I-M MS. And so what we're saying, the P, which is, believe it or not, planning, is just the first step. And so what you might argue is the majority of the SOSTAC process is a planning process. We're saying no, the first step of the business process is of the planning is, process. Is, is to no the business process oh, right. is to do Sorry. the planning. Yeah, yeah. And then then we take it forward and say once you've got your plan, that you then need to implement that plan. You need to monitor the plan. You need to manage what you're seeing through your monitoring. And by tweaking and adapting the, the real world outcomes, you can sustain that process over a, a long and, and real business life. Yeah. And, and ultimately, that, as I say, going over the next five episodes, we're going to take a, a more detailed look at each of those planning, implementation, monitoring, managing and sustaining steps. And yeah, just try and demystify it and and demonstrate that it is actually something that a yes you might in the short term have to take some time out to actually think about particularly the planning and how you're going to implement it but then the implementation and monitoring certainly should be just part of your your day-to-day business but as I say, that that's really just a, a teaser for what's coming in. I, I would just I, just say you've you've mentioned a few times the idea the the need to take time out, which I think I think you you do, but it's not something you you need to do every week or every no, month. Absolutely not. I, I think no. I mean if we take and I'm a great one for real world uh, experience that 
in our own situation, our taking time out is we have a, a philosophy of trying to do a, take a weekend out once a year. I have to say with what's gone on in the last year, it's a, a bit longer than a year <laughs> since we last did it. But just to take a weekend, to take ourselves away and to sit down and yeah, we, we have a bit of fun, we enjoy ourselves, but the focus is to actually sit down and, and think without yeah. any phones ringing, what are we doing and why are we doing it? Mm. We get real value out of it. And, yeah. and undoubtedly, certainly from my own point of view, it gives me some focus for the rest of the time. It, yeah. it gives me a, a point to, to look back to. So yeah. it, you don't have to take a lot of time out. And taking that time out can be enjoyable. Yeah. And, and I think also for the people who sort of say, oh, well, I'm working sort of seven days a week, 20 hours a day on, on my business and I don't have time to do that. I would say you need to take time to do it because actually if you do do that, you'll probably, that's the only way you're going to get out of that cycle of, of working too hard effectively. I, I would say if, you, if you're working that hard, my first question is why? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I think, you know, it is, it's in those circumstances that you just have to take time to, to look and plan and that's the, because ultimately the, that model of working is not sustainable however uh, good it is you, you you know how much it, you need to find a way to get out of it and i think actually the, the best way to do that is to take a step back and do some planning yeah. but it's it is un- unquestionably very easy to get sucked into that yeah. situation you don't realize it's happening until it's too late yeah. and that's when you need to have the presence of mind to say right i'm i need to get i need to get out and just have a have a bit of a think yeah. and a bit of a plan and over the next few weeks we're going to be talking about how best to do that so i think we will sort of uh, leave it there we've actually managed we always say at the beginning we're going to try and keep it a bit shorter and this time we have actually done that so we'll leave it there but if you want to uh, engage with us between times you'll find us on social media twitter and linkedin at bsa marketing you'll find uh, other podcasts on podcast.bsamarketing.com and you will find our blog posts and other information around the sort of marketing and business arena at www.bsamarketing.com so we will leave it there and until next time you can start to put your planning thinking hat on but until next time happy marketing and i would just add we're always happy for you to call us or contact us as well you don't just need to look at podcasts and websites and stuff so uh, we are real people believe it or not (laughs) gasworks is a real place sometimes google it